Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. Hey everybody, this is Valerie. Tighten up, gang. Tighten up. Tighten up. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're here to talk about sports. Nothing but sports this week. Football, football, football. Yes, lots of football. Um, so usually at this point, I would apologize if this was to turn into a venting session about the Titans and Grizzlies. But again, we're having a good week, so not much, not much to vent about. Nothing to vent at all. Just bragging all right. rights. It's exactly, just bragging. Okay, so we'll go ahead and jump right into our highlights and violations. Um, Mama, what was your highlight for this week? Yes. You gonna guess? Uh, no, because I know what you're gonna say. Okay, it's the Titans pulling the upset and beating the Ravens in the Ravens' house. How yes. about that? Yes. The the Titans figured it out, and the Ravens were a little rusty. I'm gonna have to, you know. I have to say they were a little rusty, but the Titans, between the Titans figuring it out and my man Derek just just running, 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 we pulled it out. Nobody saw that. Nobody saw that. Yes. I don't think anyone saw that coming, but, you know, that's all right. We got the dub, and that's all it. that matters. Um, I love yes. it. Yes. Love, love it, love it, love it. So my highlight this week, um, it's pretty brand new news. I think it just came out today that um, the yeah, WNBA finished finished negotiating their uh, collective bargaining agreement. Mm -hmm. So um, it looks like the max salary now is going to be two hundred and fifteen thousand, um, and there'll be a paid maternity leave. Um, players will get their own hotel room, which who thought that. They were sharing hotel rooms. That's ridiculous. Um, and then uh, I've seen where there's, like, opportunities for players to make up to 500000 um, mm -hmm. as far as their salary. Mm -hmm. So, and then I think they're getting closer to, as far as, like, revenue split, like, they're getting closer to 50-50, uh, kind of like how the NBA is. So, in the NBA, 50% of the revenue that the NBA makes goes to player salaries. And I think mm -hmm. the WNBA, I don't know if they're at 50, but they're, they're approaching, they're getting a lot closer. So big, big step for the WNBA. Like it actually makes it worth it to want to play in this league versus going overseas. And it's a long time coming. Just good news. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A long time coming. So, I did hear that earlier, but like I said, I got in on the tail end of it. And I can't remember yeah. what I was listening to when I heard that. But so that's, that's exciting just, news. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to have to look forward again tonight. Yeah. So it, it um, the WNBA and kind of like how the salary structure is set up has gotten like a lot more exposure um, the past couple years um, with people, you know, bringing more attention to it, which is great because – this was the year that the new collective bargaining agreement had to be, you know, a new one had to be, um, you know, fought for. And so it's, it's great 
that, you know, WNBA players are, are getting what they deserve. You know, they're the best players in in the world. They should be paid as such. Exactly. I've said that all along. So I'm glad that that occurred. And that just slid yeah. in. Yeah, so very exciting for mm-hmm. the WNBA. Um, so we'll go ahead and move right on to our violations. Mom, did you have any violations this past week? I'm still riding high. Okay. Okay. Titans win. Okay. Well, my violation, we'll talk a little bit more once we get into our the divisional round rundown. It was just the Seahawks losing to the Packers. You know, that was my Super Bowl, my NFC Super Bowl pick. And so I'm a little upset they couldn't pull it out. But, you know. It is what it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> it is what it is. The Packers were on. Sure. We'll go with that. Okay. All right. Moving right, right along to our <laughs> headlines of the week segment. We will start with the, the, the original round of the playoffs was this past, this past weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And as you mentioned earlier, the Titans beat the Ravens 28-12 to in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. In Baltimore, yes. Let's not in forget Baltimore. that. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of the highlights for you of the game? I think the highlight for, for me for the game was um, Derrick Henry's touchdown pass. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that um, was exciting. I don't know where that came from. And it worked. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> right, it worked. I'll take it. You know, usually I don't like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Those kind of plays. Uh, trick, trickery. trick plays. Tri- yeah, trick plays. But that worked. You know, I, I don't know what else to say. That was that was a good game, and I think that was the yeah. highlight, seeing him tossing that ball, aliving it, rather. Yeah. I think for me, my my favorite play was, um, gosh, now I can't remember his name. Is it Brown, his last name Brown? The first, the Brown? first touchdown, A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Is it A.J. Brown? That's his name? Um, that, that incredible catch right there on the sideline in the oh, end zone, yeah, and kind of yeah. bobbled it, and, and that, that was – Ooh, it was one way to, to score a touchdown. I think that gave, like, the team so much good momentum. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. set us it right quiet, it, That crowd was quiet up in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very quiet. The birds were cry, quiet. They were. I, I mean, it, it, on a serious note, I mean, it did, obviously it wasn't a perfect game. And, you know, I did expect to see Lamar. You know, I like to watch him play. Yeah. But, you know. I do kind of feel bad for Lamar. Yeah. It's, it, it, you know, the buys said, you know, it can hurt him, hurt him. But they can make a break. See, I don't think that has much of a difference in football versus, like, basketball and football like it's so important that for those two weeks like nobody's taking hits nobody's mm-hmm. you know running around like it's, it's so easy good on to your get. body yeah it's easier on your body as you know as opposed to 
um, in basketball, yeah, if you have, you know, a couple, you know, a longer time, a period um, off, like, and you're not playing games, like, you can't, I think it's easier to lose rhythm with, with rest in, in, like, in basketball versus football. Mm-hmm. So I, I won't say the two weeks off was detrimental. Um, I'm sure in those two weeks off, like, so many guys were able to, to get in and get treatment or, and were feeling a lot better versus, you know, our our players for the Titans who, you know, had to play in the wild card game um, and, you know, had, were battling for spots just to even get to this to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, I'm sure the Ravens' bodies – felt better going to that game than, right, than the right. Titans. But mm-hmm. but I do feel bad. I do feel bad for Lamar because I, I think he – like, of course, like, it wasn't his best game. But it also wasn't terrible. There were, I want to say, like, five drop passes, like, easily catchable passes that, yes. you know, potentially could have made a difference. And Unfortunately, they didn't make a play, and I, and I just hope like this doesn't reflect badly on Lamar. I hope not. I hope not. I mean, you know, they got a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. And he has Absolutely. a lot of years. I mean, I do enjoy watching him play. Obviously, I yeah. like that kind. It's a lot of fun to watch. Quarterback. I like his kind. Yeah. But okay, we kept so... him to the sidelines. We didn't let him get wide open, so I think that's what really worked is we kept him. He had to go to the sidelines. Once he had to do that, it was over, and that worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't try to, you know, outrun him or catch him. Just divert his path. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Let's see. Next we have. The 49ers beat the Vikings 27-10. to 10. I think we all saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yep, I see. that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 49ers defense. I mean, the uh, Vikings really surprised. The Vikings surprised us with their win, but. I don't know. I yeah. just didn't, I, I didn't have the same feeling about them going all the way. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, I don't know if you saw the reports of Saints players, you know, taking jabs at the Vikings for for losing. No, I haven't seen that, and that's poor sportsmanship if it is true. Even, I, even if it's not poor sportsmanship, like, it just seems pointless to me. Like, yeah, the Vikings turned around the next week and lost to the 49ers, but they still beat y'all, so. Right, y'all what? not playing, so, you know, what's the point? <laughs> like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like, I was, and of course it wasn't, like, everybody, you know, a player or two. But still, like, I was just like, what? Y'all still lost to the Vikings, like, no matter who. <laughs> no matter how the game went, like y'all still are at home. You're watching, you watch the Vikings lose instead right. of playing against the 49ers. Right, right. So, yeah, thought that was interesting, but mm. you know that's how professionals can be sometimes. Well, <sighs> they had their chance. That's all I can say. Yeah, they did. They definitely had their mm-hmm. chance. Speaking of team who had their chance, 
Who is yeah, that? The, the Chiefs. The Chiefs come from behind, twenty-one to zero, man. to whoop up on the Texans, fifty-two man. to thirty-one. Man, man, man. I, at, the, at the beginning of that game, I was like, oh, the Texans can't hit him. Maybe they're going to pull up, you know, a Titan move. But then it was over. Patrick it was. Mahomes and their team, they just kept marching and marching. I was like, oh. Oh, my I was goodness. like, oh. And the Texans had no answers after that. None. Which was ridiculous. So, of None course, you know, the game's whatsoever. going on. I'm I'm at a basketball game, so you know I'm checking the score per- periodically, mm-hmm. and I see the Texans go up, you know, twenty one right. to zero. By, and before then, the and, second quarter, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, yeah before the second quarter. Second quarter. Mm-hmm. And the game ends, and I'm walking back to my car, and um, it's probably about a three minute walk from the gym to my car, and all of a sudden the game is tied. I checked mm-hmm. checked the score before I got to walking, and by the time I got back to my car. Game is tied. Three touchdowns in three minutes. What in it the world? It was beautiful. <laughs> it, I, I, it was beautiful. That's all I can say. Man. Patrick man, man. Mahomes and that Kelsey dude. Oh, my goodness. It. it they were phenomenal. They, they were phenomenal. They were just yes. like. I think they were in each other's heads. I don't know. But I think overall, like, the Texans haven't had the best defense. Right. All season. So, you mm-hmm. have a very explosive offense show up with some, you know, average defense, and we saw the result. Well. We saw the result. That's all I'm saying. That, Eric, I'm telling you, that was the most – that – I was I felt like I did Saturday night watching that game because when they started March, I was like, oh my God. And then they didn't stop. It wasn't enough to come back. No. <laughs> they put their foot on their throat. <laughs> they kept exactly. going. <laughs> you gotta put you gotta put the folk, you gotta put them away. Mm-hmm. That's what they it's did. It's the playoffs. You gotta put them away. That's what they did. Yeah. And then uh Last last game of the weekend was uh, like I mentioned earlier the page uh, not the Patriots whew, the Packers beat the Seahawks twenty eight to three. <sighs> Are you okay? You know I'm okay. I'm disappointed. You know I felt like the Seahawks were a better team and had the better quarterback this year so far. But and the Packers the Packers have the Packers have sneakily been been really good like sneakily like, yes like when, when we're watching the Packers or looking at stats like you see just kind of like an average team but they finished the regular season 13 and 3 like if you finish the season 13 and 3 like obviously you're a good team but based on like what we saw in games nobody was really talking about the Packers all That's season true. long because we That's just weren't true. it just didn't look good we did yeah the couple of times that we did watch because I yeah. think the last time I watched the Packers play, they lost to somebody who they should They did. Lost they to. got their butts whooped. And I feel mm-hmm. like it was on Monday Night Football or something. Mm-hmm. Or it was a Sunday night. Um, but, yeah, you know, so I was So, are hoping, you okay? You know, I was scared to check on you. I'm okay. 
think. You know, I'm not that invested, but they were my pick. Yes, they were. Um, they were my pick. But that's okay. Except my I got... pick. Except my pick got beat by us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So last week, um, we we did our predictions of how the divisional round would go. Unfortunately, we had some technical issues. So if you haven't heard that episode yet, I think um, we had picked – no, we both picked the Titans. We were going on a limb. Yeah, we were. And we were. We were. We we both picked the 49ers. Um, mm-hmm. I think we both picked the uh, the Chiefs, and I mm-hmm. picked the Seahawks. I think you picked the Packers, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't think I picked the Packers. Oh, so we were both three for four. I, mm-hmm. no, I'll take it. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, conference championship weekend um, this Sunday. We are the Titans. We are taking on the Chiefs in Kansas uh, City. You know, I'm trying. I've been trying since watching the Chiefs come back in that game, what the Titans can do. (coughs) The Titans don't have to show up to Kansas City like they showed up to Baltimore. Absolutely. But this time, we got to come hard, offensively and defensively. We're just going to have yeah. to come hard. And um, our defense is going to have to have a really good game, which they did against the Ravens. So, like, that, that's encouraging. So, if mm-hmm. they, if the same defense can show up and play as right. well as they did this past weekend, we're, we're, I feel right. like we're in good shape. Right. So, that's where I'm at. They got to keep ride, riding it. And then in this particular game, they got the same thing. You're going to have to put your foot on their throat and stand on it and stay there. Absolutely. Um, don't – this is how impressed I was with Mahomes and Kelsey. And actually, they have a pretty decent defense because they kept yeah, the Texans only scored mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 10 more points the rest of the game. Right, right. So, and that was for a long time. I want to say. Yes, for three quarters. Yeah. So, I'm still going with the Titans. But it's going to yep. be a tough one. It's going it to be a tough one. So, and yes, I'm going to go with the Titans. And they got to, and, and, and even though it can get cold here. It ain't no cold. It ain't, like, like it ain't the same thing right, as Kansas. Right. Nope. You're right. Ain't no cold like that cold. No, it ain't the same. No. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't the same. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Titans as well. As a Titans fan, I mm-hmm. I've um, come to realize that happiness is fleeting. So you know what? We're gonna ride this wave. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna support my guys <laughs> until going, this goes wrong. Right. You're right. Like I said, I'm sorry. It, it you know. We took down Lamar. We're going to have to take down uh, Mahomes. Yep. That's just it. Yep, yep, yep. And who's And then next? in the second game, the Packers and the 49ers. Who do you have? I'm just going to pick the Packers. They have the better quarterback. 
I'm not. I'm not doing this. I won't give him the. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the satisfaction. I. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. Although I said the Super Bowl was gonna be the 49ers and the Ravens, I, I already. That's already blown out the water. I'm gonna have to go with Green Bay because. They're, they was on the other night. That's all I can say. They look like the Packers that I'm used to watching. Now, I don't know where I was this whole past football season that I didn't see these Packers. Because that's the thing. They weren't that great. I'm going with the Packers. The, the yeah, I'm going with the, the way they played the uh, Oh, so you're giving up on your man. You're giving up on Jimmy G. I, well, first of all, <laughs> I'm not getting that. He ain't my man, okay? <laughs> That's first of all. I just like how San Francisco has, because for some reason I've just been watching them. I don't know why, what, what's going on, what I'm doing up here. But I like what I saw in the 49ers all season. But just based on what I saw at Green Bay the other night, oh, my goodness. That's the Packers I'm used to seeing. Oh, boy. So, the Titans and Green Bay. What you think? I think so. I like it. I like our chances. Okay. So, the Titans and Green Bay. We'll see. Okay. All right. So, enough about the NFL. Let's move on to college football. Um, Monday night was the national championship game. LSU uh, beat Clemson 42-25. to I'll be honest, I made it to halftime before I went to bed because that was the longest first half. It did seem like it was the longest first half, <laughs> only because – I don't know why I said because I thought uh, the game was over. It was the beginning of the fourth quarter. It was turning into the fourth quarter. I said, what? Um, as, as, as I pre- I, yeah, I think I we picked was, LSU as well. I, we did go with LSU because it was an SEC school. But I did expect a better game from Clemson than what we saw last night. I expected a better second half from, like, watching the highlights and looking over, you know, scores and everything. Because, like I said, I I made it to halftime, and I was like, it was 10.30, 10.45, and I was like, mm-mm. I'm going to go to bed. But no. the first half, I thought both teams played really well the first half. But, you know, LSU just outlasted. They they played well just a little bit longer than than Clemson did. Yeah, and once his face through his first touchdown, I think, of his collegiate career, or either this season, I can't remember which one, um, which was very shocking. Um, I, I, oh, you mean the, the, um, the receiver Clemson for qu- Clemson? No, the Clemson quarterback. He threw his first interception. Clemson? I want- Oh, yes, interception. Oh, you said uh-huh. touchdown. I was like, wait, oh, wait I a minute. Meant, I meant I meant interception. <laughs> I'm sorry. Correct me. I, interception. I don't know if it was his co- collegiate career. I or think that was his first this, interception this, this season. This season. Okay. Okay. 
So it just, I'm happy. Well, we, we called her. We said LSU, SSU was going to bring it. And I thought, you know, I started to call you last night because I don't step on stupid. But I thought the game was in Atlanta. I was getting ready to call you to see if you was at the game. Somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere during the game, I dawned on me that they were in New Orleans. And they were saying how the championship was going to stay in New Orleans, so I thought that was good. Yeah. I mean, in Louisiana. Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah, so, I mean, it was practically a home game for LSU. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's there's there was nothing they could do about that. That um, The Superdome had already been picked out way before this season. Oh, yeah, started. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there have been a few, you know, rumblings about how, you know, what it, was it unfair for Clemson to have to go into – not being able to play on a neutral, like a clear <coughs> neutral, neutral site. But, I mean, I still think Clemson showed up to play. I, the, the second half just didn't – I mean, didn't they, work out for them. <laughs> yeah, and they scored first. They came out hard, you know. Right, right. And the first couple drives were just, like, very, like, defensive prowess of, of each team because it was well into the first quarter before somebody even scored. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was – well, I, it, it was a long game. Yes, it was. And I don't know why. Like <laughs> it I took said, forever. I thought it was the end of the game, and it was just the beginning of the fourth quarter. That felt like forever. The mm-hmm. first half felt like forever. But, but yeah, congratulations SEC, to LSU. Yes, the SEC, LSU. National Championships. Yeah. All right, so we can go ahead and we'll move right along. A little NBA talk. Um, I thought we'd do something different. Um, I don't know if you know what Bleacher Report is. Mm, I've heard of it. Okay. So um, Bleacher Report posted, uh, oh, I guess they would call it an article, um, about – realistic trade predictions um, for Aww. this season. Okay. So they posted 10. You get me to confuse me. Go on. They posted 10 of them, but I also, I only picked out the ones where like it actually involved a trade. Some of them were just about how um, the rumor mill was going to be a team was going to make a trade for somebody, but how they're probably going to end up keeping keeping somebody. So I really only picked out the ones that were actually like involving a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so first things first, it, uh, that most of the trades were going to happen on, on the deadline, the trade, and which is deadline, February 6th, right before okay. the all-star break. Mm-hmm. So we still have another, you know, a couple, couple weeks for teams to kind of figure out and, and jockey and, and, you know, make make offers. Um, we know there's a lot of teams out there, you know, selling, a lot of teams out there buying, trying to, you know, get ready for the, the second half of the season. Okay, um, February 6th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Yep, that is, that's the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So one of the first trades in this report on Bleach Report was the Knicks trading Marcus Morris to the Heat and how that's like an actual realistic prediction um 
basically they what the rationale behind it was that Marcus Morris is on expiring contract, so if he gets traded to the Heat, the Heat don't have to worry about, you know, cap space um that he's taken up once twenty twenty one free agency comes up. And then the fact that Marcus Morris, who's thirty years old, didn't know that, isn't really like fitting into the Knicks plan of kind of like building, you know, going young and building for the future. So mm-hmm. realistically. And this is Bleacher Report saying this. Yes, Bleacher Report. Okay. So a realistic prediction here is that the Knicks would find, you know, figure out a way to trade Marcus Morris to the Heat, which be would be a great pickup for the Heat, like another hard-nosed, you know, what they call blue-collar player to – pair next to Jimmy Butler and the rest of the crew in Miami. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that would be, I think that would work out. Um, oh, I don't know. Cause I thought the Knicks were looking at Julius Randle based on his contract period. See, that's the thing. We don't know. I think the Knicks probably could trade Julius Randle. But the thing is like, what, what would you get? What would the Knicks get for Julius Randle? That would fit like this whole rebuilding going young, well, see, like, since well, I don't know what the Knicks are trying to do. <laughs> I don't think the Knicks even know what they're trying to do, but it seems like they missed out on those, you know, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, so now uh-huh. they're back to the drawing board, but who knows Right, the they Knicks need to probably to handle on to Julius Randle. Yeah. All right, so the next trade, um, the Thunder, instead of trading CP, CP3, or Steven Adams, instead they would trade – um, Danilo Gallinari. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that the, doesn't bother me. Yeah. So the rationale behind this one is that Dal- uh, Gallinari also is on an um, expiring contract. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Chris Paul has such a large contract, it's going to be hard to trade him. Um, same thing with Steven Adams. He has a large contract for a center who, you know, really can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Steven Adams. He's one of my favorite players. I absolutely would want to have him on my team any day. Okay. Um, but the, I think the thing is, going into the season, when the Thunder traded away um, Russell for CP3, is that they were just kind of going to see how it went and – you know, build up some younger players. And, like, it, it seemed as if they were in a rebuild phase, so nobody was expecting much. But, of course, they've been playing well. They're actually – I want to say – are they the eighth seed right now in the West? Yes, as far I as think like, so. As far as playoff contention. So mm-hmm. now they kind of had to, like, re-examine what they want to do as far as the trade market, which which is great. Um, CP, CP3 is having a great year. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of their young players are benefiting from having him around as far as, like, leadership and somebody to to look to um, and learn the game from. So the Thunder are seventh in the Western Conference right oh, now. Oh, they seventh. Okay. Okay, yeah. seven, eight. Okay. Yeah, so trading away CP3 probably wouldn't be the smartest move just because of where they are in, in the playoff race. And then not to mention he has such a large, large, large contract. Um, right. So I think so far the most favorable destination is for for uh, Gallinari is Portland because hmm. Portland Portland is in dire need of scoring okay. from from the big from the big position 
Um, Joseph Nurek is still out, um, still kind of working his way back from that fractured uh, leg that he had that happened last season. Pretty nasty injury. So, and as much as I hate to say this, I, I really was rooting for the Trailblazers. But this season is just not going well for them. Every time I look up, they, they've lost another game. But they've they've had some a good run the last couple games, so they're ten, they're only two two spots out of the eight seed. So they could make a trade for Gallinari and get some instant scoring. That would be that would be good for the Trailblazers. Okay. Ugh, I'm so I'm so frustrated with the tra- with the Trailblazers. I've well, well, I don't know what to say. They, they it, it it I understand. It's troubling. Okay. Yeah. Because we're not used to that. Okay, so it looks like um, Iggy is going, leaving so, Memphis. That's that's still the plan. So la- uh, next thing on the Bleacher, that Bleacher Report, was that the Grizzlies still intend on trading away um, Andre Iguodala. Even though the Grizzlies are now playoff contention, they still decided that, you know, the two are going to part ways. And it looks like the most attractive place would be for the Mavericks um, because they would be able to handle um, Iggy's rather large one-year, you know, expiring contract. And then he would just fit perfectly into another playoff contender. You have this defensive, you know, veteran come onto your team. Like, you're obviously going to give you a big boost. It's going to be late in the season. That's what I don't like. That's yeah. what, this whole, this whole, that's what I don't like. He, he, he's rusty. He's going to be rusty wherever he lands. Right. He may be, you know, a little rusty. He might take a couple games to get his legs from up under him, but it's not going to be, you know, these are professional players. It's not like he just, you know, chilling at home, watching games, eating salt and vinegar yeah. chips. Like, he's, he's working out. He's training. He'll be in shape, but it's still, like, there's nothing that can replace, like, actually playing in games. So, May take a couple games for him to get you know back to tip top shape, but I'm 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 since we're not gonna keep Iggy, I'm interested to see what it is that we can get in return. Mm-hmm. So we gotta get um, a group of men playing right now. Absolutely, and they're they're on a roll. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely exceeding expectations, or at least my expectations for this season. Right. Um. Next potential trade or trade prediction, I should should say. Um, The Pistons trading away Andre Drummond. But that's only if they can get a first-round pick in return. Um, So things are kind of weird for the Pistons with Blake Griffin being out. He's out again, right? Yeah, for an undetermined amount of time due to knee surgery. Um. So I guess and the, yeah, is uh what's his face not playing for the Pistons? Um, Derrick Rose. Yes, he's playing for the Pistons and he's playing very well. Okay. But um, they are looks like they're eleventh in the East right now, and essentially, like I, I I see them having a very hard time making it into the playoffs without Blake Griffin, and the fact that we don't even have a timetable from for when he's going to return, kind of leads me to believe that maybe the Pistons have just kind of decided 
this season with a wash. I'm not really sure. But um, so they have been talking for weeks now how they're open to talks about trading for Andre Drummond. But they've made it clear that they would like a first round pick in, in return. Well, I hope they get it. I mean, I don't like how they're characterizing him prehistoric. Yeah. Again, like, Andre Drummond's another, you know, big man with a, you know, a larger contract who, who um, you know, doesn't shoot the ball very well. Yeah, he's a... As, as you know, a traditional big man, so... Yeah. Exactly. They, they have called him prehistoric, so just... Come on. Yeah. So there have been constant rumors about um, the Hawks possibly trading for um, Andre Drummond, but I, I it I get the feeling that the Hawks may not be willing to give up a first round pick, which is why this trade hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. But we we will see what the Pistons do um, going forward. Um, next on the list of predictions we have. The Suns and the Cavaliers agreeing on a trade for Kevin Love. That when I read that, I was very, very, very surprised. Um, Why? Yeah. I guess I had just kind of. Uh, I never thought about the Suns being in contention for, for one, for a trade since they have so many young pieces um, mm-hmm. that are and they're playing well. I mean, they've kind of sim- they start they had a very hot start. They started season. off hot, right? And they, you know, simmered down a bit, but they're mm-hmm. still. You know, it looks like they're three spots out of the eight, eight, um, eight seed in the playoffs. So it makes sense. Kevin Love adding Kevin Love along with uh, Devin Booker and Ricky Rubio and DeAndre Ayton. I want to say he's back from his twenty-five game suspension. Um, mm. Like adding Kevin Love to that would definitely give their offense a boost and probably help them win a lot more games. I guess um, I was a little blindsided because I just really would love for Portland to figure out a way to trade for Kevin Love, but I don't. That's not well, a realistic. I'm, that's well, not a realistic. <laughs> you never know. Now that's the only thing. These trades, like they are surprising. Now would Portland? I mean, obviously that would be the place because that's where he's from. Plus, I think he would just be a, a big help to the team right now. But mm-hmm. I, I I think what may keep that from happening is, like, cap space and probably have to be, like, a three-team deal. And uh, Portland would probably have to give up more than I would like for them to make room for his, uh, for his contract. Mm-hmm. But it – when I read that the Suns were a potential landing spot, I was like, oh, man, that makes sense. Okay. And then uh, my favorite prediction on this list was Derek Now, this Rose. is Bleacher Report. Yep. My favorite, my favorite one on this list was Derrick Rose ending up um, on the Lakers via trade. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Yes, I need this to no, happen. I need no. this to happen. Do you know how <coughs> how significantly better the Lakers will get with Derrick Rose? <coughs> Wait a minute. Uh-oh. <coughs> no. <laughs> you know, I'm a huge Derrick Rose fan. No. No. Yes. No. 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 
Yes. We can uh we can ship Rondo right on out of there, bring in Derrick uh, Rose, maybe give up another piece if necessary. Because um, mm. Derrick Rose has been balling out. That's right. That's exactly right. But he won't be doing it with the Lakers. I think he should. Why not? Uh-uh. I don't think no, he's going for that himself. I think he should. You go from a team that's going nowhere fast to a, a title contender? Heck yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's more than title contending, y'all. Y'all going to get over this. It's more than that. What's All what's right. wrong? Nah. I say go for it. I say don't, go don't for do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, he doesn't don't have any, con- any control over this. Don't fall for the okey-doke. He has zero control over this, but I think that would be a smart move. If the Lakers can figure out somehow, some way to make that happen. Just increasing their chances for a title. All right, so that's all I got. Unless there was anything else that you wanted to chat about. Nothing, you just started upsetting. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just Oh, well, okay. In that case, that wraps up another episode of Sideline with the Cooks. Um, I do want to apologize for our technical difficulties um, last week. Um, last week's episode is available now. And good news, so... Some good news came out of those difficulties. We are on Apple Podcasts now. We okay. are on Spotify now. Oh, okay. We are on Stitcher now. I haven't heard of that. We are also on Google Podcasts now. So okay. We're on uh, you know, some of the larger platforms out there. So now you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or your favorite podcast platform. So... Um, yeah, so sorry about the last week's episode being posted late, but we're working out some kinks, okay. and now we're we're made it. We've made it to larger platforms. So, Yay. but yeah, so um, you can follow us on Twitter, sideline wt cooks on Twitter. Um, we're on Facebook, sideline with the cooks podcast on Facebook, and we will be back next week. All right. In the meantime, happy football and basketball. Absolutely. And tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. All right, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.